You're listening to Run, Thrive, Survive with Sierra Carter. With Sierra Carter. If you're looking for more energy, more productivity, and just an overall happier life, you're right where you need to be. Hey guys, welcome to another Healthy Bite where we focus on our mind and body in action so you can live your best life. Now, today's topic, as you could read on the title of this podcast, is what what fitness data should I be looking at? And to be honest with you, that answer is super straightforward. And that is, it really depends on what your goal is. I know nobody ever likes that answer when I give it to them, but I have to be straightforward. You want data that is directly tied to your goal. There's so many different goals out there. There could be weight loss. There could be running a marathon. It could be just your mental health. And if you're not tracking the right one, it's going to take you on a path that you're going to end up somewhere where you don't want and you're going to feel like you're never reaching your goals. So I want to give you some examples of outside the box ideas for data tracking, for measurements that you can use for three specific but really common goals. And of course, you can play with it and these also apply to other things. But these are three really specific things outside of the box from the mainstream media advice because I believe if all this mainstream media advice actually worked where you're tracking your weight tracking your calories or tracking your BMI we wouldn't be having this problem we wouldn't we, we, we wouldn't be here so obviously something's not working and we've got to figure out what and it might just be the way we're measuring so wait let's start with weight loss because weight loss is one of the most common goal setting problems that people come to me for. And they're like, how can I lose weight? How can I lose 10 pounds? How can I lose 20 pounds? And the answer here is you've got to put in the work, but we've got to make sure we have something that is measuring the work to make sure what you're doing is working. If it's not working because we don't see any measurements moving around, then we have to change course. and We have to try something different. That is a big point of data. So I usually have them. These are my top three that I have people track are their steps, because the more steps you are getting, the more active you are throughout the day. I promise you there is a direct correlation. I also like them ta- um, monitoring their standing minutes or their standing time or their standing whatever the Apple Watch records is like what I like to see. I want to make sure that you are standing at least every hour throughout the day because sitting down for long periods of time is really showing a really high level of inactivity and sedentary behavior. And that's not going to help you when it comes to weight loss. You have to be active. You have to get your body going even when it doesn't feel like it should. Now, another one that I really enjoy is how clothes feel and fit. My key taught what my key tip here is to make sure that you're wearing clothes or you're using clothes to measure weight loss here that are snug form fitting and you don't wear them often because if you wear them often they're going to wear and tear and they're going to stretch out and it's going to feel like you're losing weight but you might not actually be and whatever you're doing might not actually be working so you want to make sure that you're wearing something that you don't normally wear and that's going to be reliable each time you put it back on and Honestly, this is also the best feeling when those things start to fit the way you want to. So it's also very reinforcing to keep going with what you're doing. So that's weight loss. But what about running? So I I know there's a lot of things out there like weight training, CrossFit and things like that. But you guys, you know, I love running. I talk about running. So runners out there, even if you want to start running, I'm going to help you start running because you're going to have some really fun 
measurements. And one of my top measurements that I always tell people that they really should be focusing on is miles, right? I started out with one mile every day on the weekend. So one mile Saturday, one mile Sunday, and I didn't worry about running during the week. As time went on, I increased my mileage throughout the week. I did a mile every single day and then got to two miles on the weekend. And you could just see that this measurement of me starting with a mile increased over time, and now I'm here running marathons. So miles are a really great thing to track. Same with your pace. Obviously, I started at a 15-minute pace, and now my marathons are in the 750s, 730s. So that's a really good uh, marker. You should never be ashamed of your pace. A pace is a pace, and if you're running, you're, you're moving, it doesn't have to be fast. It doesn't mean you're slow. Your pace is your pace. So just keep that in mind as you measure that. I know some people that also also really like to measure their heart rate. I think this isn't just for improvements in running. It's actually watching to make sure that they're not overtraining. I know a lot of people that know if they're overtraining, their heart rate is elevated and they know all those numbers by heart. I personally do not watch my heart rate. I know it was probably going to be in the 160s when I'm running, maybe low, low 170s, and then the rest is history. But I have other markers that show I'm overtraining. And then if you are lucky enough when it comes to running, or any kind of endurance sports, VO2 max is amazing. But to get a very, very accurate reading of a VO2 max, you actually have to be in the laboratory. But at the same time, it's just something to keep in mind. If you ever come across and you can see the opportunity, go and grab it. Now, the last one, common goal I want to talk about is mental health. And this is something that I try to work on with a lot of my clients because it's necessary. Mental health is necessary and it doesn't have to be feeling good in the morning, waking up and doing your morning routine. Um, some ways that I have people measure their mental health is actually by hours they're sleeping that night. Um, maybe the qual the quality alone time that they're getting, I don't care. You can be the most extroverted person in the entire world, but if you're not spending a little bit of time alone, you're probably draining your battery extremely fast. So some people need that recharge, that five minute recharge, maybe a five minute meditation. And I like to count that. I like to tally that. I want to see how often they're doing that and see how it correlates with how they feel throughout the day and their moods. I also really like to focus in when it comes on people's mental health is what kind of meals they're eating, not quantity. I don't want to count calories. I want to talk about the kind. And I do that into three different